Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, yo, welcome to the Red Zone Dynasty League podcast. This is your boy, Jock OTF, uh, commissioner of the league, and I want to introduce my my two co-stars on this ship. Uh, what's up, Wilkes? Yo, yo, it's your boy, you know, the Grabber King from Wookiesburg. Yep, yep, and what's up with you, what's up with you, Joe, what you got? You know, just holding down first place another week. Jesus, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes. Weren't, weren't we supposed to weren't we supposed to replace him and get somebody else? <laughs> it's the power of the pod. That's why he's keeps winning. Yeah, it's like the winning streak that never ends. Taking taking it all. Right, because you wait, you like you lost your first game and then just kept winning. Isn't that yeah. how it went or no? Uh, Leo A V took me out week one and I was doing pretty good ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, I had a nice Cinderella story last year, but well, actually, Joe. Well, I guess we'll we can we'll probably talk about that a little later on. But it's some records. It's some records, and it's going to be some. It's some records on the line, and it's some upsets, some potential upsets going on. So this will be an interesting, uh, an interesting Black Friday episode of our podcast. So um, I guess uh, maybe we can. I guess the first thing we could probably hit on is just like some league stuff, just stuff that's been going on in the league this week. So as everybody everybody in the league knows, uh, the um, the trade deadline is, I'm guessing Sunday. It's like unofficially, uh, but officially Sunday. But I, I think guess like, like supposedly, as long as you get the trade through before the end of the uh, last game, is from what my understanding is. Okay, so we'll say Monday. Monday's like the final day to get your trades off, so they got to be accepted and everything by Monday. So. Um, I know it's it's kind of it's kind of been like a really crazy past two weeks when it comes down to trading. It's been a lot of uh, moving going on. It's been a lot of buying and a lot of selling going on. Um, what's the biggest trade you think you guys have seen over these last two weeks? I'll start with you, Joe. Well, man, look, that'd be tough because you know, I'd obviously put myself as the one who made the biggest trade, but. Um, Looking at some of some of the people who really changed their team a lot, which was uh, City Girl. I was worried about her team. Her team was looking rough because she got uh, Rashad White back and got that running back to, uh, put together. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of these teams look a lot different. You know, Zay every week, from week to week, you never know what his team might look like. Mm-hmm. And I, I made that Stephon Diggs trade, you know, got to shout me out. But I think that'd be the biggest one. Trap's been making some moves out there. He wouldn't grab Justin Fields from me, so. Seems like everyone, a lot of, I don't know how Travis, Travis said he's tanking, but he's, he's trading his picks for players, which is like the opposite of tanking, so we're just going to let that ride. <laughs> so, you know, he's accumulating talent. <laughs> just everybody's doing their own thing, seems like. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Wilkes? What's a, what's a trade that was kind of like a, um, that like stands out to you or maybe like was eye-opening to you? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I was kind of just trying to look through some and, for me, it really wouldn't even be necessarily none of the, the bigger trades. For me, it'll be more of the, the sneakier trades where where uh, somebody was able to to move Kyle Trask for a, a fourth-round pick. And, you know, <laughs> Kyle Trask will never, ever see a field in his existence of mankind. So wanna, uh, shout, out to the, shout out to whoever did that. <laughs> you know who you are. 
Yeah, I wonder uh, who that was. Sneak, sneaky bastard, sneaky bastard. That one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like the same, was, and the same, uh, the same thing with the uh, blazing saddles. Oh shit, I, I said names on this one. He went and got a pick. He went and got a pick for a cornerback. When I just picked up two cornerbacks out of free agency, that went and put up like twenty points. I'm gonna say with an interception uh, return. I did trade for a twenty twenty five fifth with the expectation that we're probably not gonna have fifth round picks in twenty twenty five. I was just trying to give my boy a solid DB to try to put a solid solidify his uh, defensive backfield. True. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you think we wouldn't have five fifth round picks? Because there's too many well, teams now. Yeah, it'd be so many teams at that point that you know. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, pick, that's another yeah. little tricky thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It actually makes sense, yo. Because we might, because shoot, with us, with us getting so many teams now, we may end up just dropping down to like maybe like two rounds, two or three well, rounds. I would. Well, you got to remember, defensive players alone is what makes it like have the more rounds too. I think because yeah. even my my rookie draft in mind. With twelve dying with twelve teams is three, but that's no defensive players. I gotta uh I do want to start out one trade I found with Trap. You know, obviously he's involved with a bad move, but he got he got Brandon Ayuk, but he traded away Michael Carter and the first round pick, which is Russ's first round pick. Possibly, you know, one of the top picks. Damn, I was trying to wait, who did he trade? He he got Brandon Ayuk or uh Michael Carter in a first. And so a third? Luke. First. First. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I think I offered better. Or no, I didn't offer better, but I told him let's get Jiggy. And I sent him one trade and he just declined it and we never got Jiggy. Mm. But yeah, I would have yeah. definitely gave better than that shit. I would have gave up Josh Jacobs for Brandon Ivy. He could have got see he could have got real jiggy with that one. And a first, probably. No. Shit, catch yeah. me, catch me after a couple more Bud Lights. And you get two first. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like that's that's like trap. Trap is and 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 this is all this shout out to trap. But uh trap is probably like the worst drunk trader I've ever I've ever seen. Cause he'll get drunk, he'll get wasted out of his mind, he'll make trades and he'll fuck around and he'll just trade, he'll destroy his whole team in 10 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, I tried. I guess technically I did. Well, I mean, I mean, but look at I mean, it kind of worked itself out though, because I mean, you got a shitload of picks, so it's almost like you're, you know, I'm you're starting just to get, you know, and I got, I got my, I got my guy I wanted, so yeah. got to get him while he's hot. Hell nice yeah. crew, he's going through some more trades. Nice crew of picks. You guys, I think, job. if I'm not like I said, I always point out that when I did, when I acquired Waddle, it was before we got Tyree. Mm. So it would have been a little, little crazier, but mm. I love it much better the way it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're saying, though? No, I was just saying shout out to you getting the second and third round pick from Trap for like three just defensive players that he was trying to accumulate. And oh, yeah. uh, it was a lot. I was looking at a lot of defensive um, trades that happened. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest thing, it looks like. I mean, but outside of uh, Ashley, got like Chris Goblin, traded away uh, Aaron Jones, and Drake London, got a first with it. There was a couple of them in there, but. We were talking before. I'm not really sure what Zay's doing with Drake London and uh, Traylon Burks on the taxi squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially Traylon Burks because Traylon Burks had like a hundred yard game last week. Like that's a guy he could play this week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, you, didn't you guys say he was looking for receiver help? 
Yeah, he's trying to yeah. find some receivers. Can't find them on the taxi squad. Can't figure out where they are. I guess he he might he may just be forgetting to look on his taxi squad. Um, yeah. Probably, I think he I think he's big game fishing. Honestly, I think he's looking for big fish. But Traylon Burks is a nice play. I think he's got he's got a he's got some good playable players on his bench that he could put in there. Traylon Burks is definitely a guy that you know if I had him on my team, he'd definitely be somebody I, I would look at starting like on a week to week basis. He's pretty um he's the number one wide receiver on a on a like on a I want to say is like a mid team. They're like one a, of the best. They're one of the better teams record wise in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So. Jack, what do you think the trend is of uh, where, where are they like the player trade? Because even just like an hour ago, there were two defensive player trades in the dude with Lance Dobbins making some moves for the City Girl and Timmy Blue Face. Yeah, um, it, well, what it seems like, it seems like a lot of people are making trades. From what I've noticed, it seems to be like based on projections. Like a lot of people are swinging, like you know, they'll trade two two linebackers that are projected at like. 11 and 12 points for somebody that's projected at like 17 points because it seems like just from looking at the players for instance joe i'm gonna click on your team and i'm gonna look at the uh the linebacker that you traded for uh from cleveland uh jeremiah whatever his name is so well i guess that's he's not a he's not a good he's not a good one to pick because his projection was 10 points and he put up 22 points but, yeah. um, See, but that's why those projections sometimes don't mean. Yeah, they hit nothing. a miss. Yeah, so I'll I'll use Zay because I know Zay has a lot of his linebackers have like yeah crazy projected projections. Oh, you're talking about that boy Awusu Koromoa. Yeah, 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 him. Yeah, 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 that guy. You'd have yeah, somebody dealing also... with some linebacker injuries right now. We'll be back healthy and closer to the playoffs. Right. Right. But yeah, but that's what I've noticed though. I've just noticed that a lot of a lot of the projections, the players that are being traded are like and where they're projected at. You know, so I think that a lot of people are looking at, you know, if I could get a lot, if I could get three linebackers and get like 15 points a piece from each one, that puts me in a pretty good spot for a win. And I just kind of think like everybody's probably it's like thinking that, thinking along those same lines. So but I'll ask you though, Matt. I mean, like when you look at the linebackers versus the DBs, like which would you say out of those positions are like the more important? Because I, I actually think the DBs may be a little more. Well, that's that's what I was actually. It's funny you mentioned that because so the linebackers, there's a little less to choose from, mm -hmm. but with the DBs, you know, there's actually like I did say I did pick up last week. I I actually dropped them already, but I picked up two of the guys from the Commanders. Uh, Fuller and somebody else, and, and yeah, oh, Buddy Mail. He put up out. twenty. He put up twenty points with an interception return right off the free agency right. pool. Right. Um, you said shout out who? My boy Kendall Fuller. Oh, all right. See, so you knew exactly who it was. Yeah, Virginia Tech guys. You know, back still not doing good, but we got a couple. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh -huh. I always forget you're a Virginia Tech guy. Good, good, good. Yeah, so you were a Michael Vick fan? Uh, that was I was real young. I remember watching the the championship game and stuff like that. It was like one man show. I wasn't really a fan of anything then, but just like, oh shit, there's football. Hell yeah. Word, word. 
but yeah, so like back to what we were saying. So, uh, you know, with the linebackers, we don't, you can't, you got to kind of hold what you have. Whereas mm-hmm. the, the, the DBs, you kind of maybe get a quick spot start when needed from the free agents. Yeah, yeah. I like that um, with linebackers, you do have a consistent, you know, you, there's going to be an inside and outside linebacker, even if they're running like a 14 5 defense. You're going to have some guys that are going to get some tackles on the in between, you know. So even if they're not good linebackers, you got some guys that are going to get some reps that you can probably get some good stuff for. But DB, yeah. you might mess up and get a guy who ends up being a shutdown corner that day and didn't even get targeted, you know. So, so you guys a little bit more you got to look for. Yeah, yeah. But that's why you just got to pay attention to whatever DBs are getting tackles. And, yeah. And like deflections and shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what that's what I've noticed though when it comes down to that's just what I've noticed when it comes down to like the roster management, when it comes down with the trades, but um, it's gonna only get tra- it's only gonna only get crazier. I'm I'm actually surprised because actually yesterday on Thanksgiving it jumped off with like like four or five trades like first thing in the morning and then it kind of died out the rest of the day, and then we got a couple today. So um, I can't even. I'm trying to think. I don't think it was anything like really crazy yesterday as far as the trades went, but. Yeah, it'll, I think it'll only get crazier, you know, as we, as the as the days, kind of count down. But um, yeah, I know one I'm looking thing, to pull the trigger on one or two more trades. Like I said, hopefully he keeps it sitting there because I still got that one trade sitting there, and I could pull the trigger on it anytime. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And that would it would load me up with some picks. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think it'll get crazier. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's like six, seven picks right there. Yeah. I just I don't want to give up high smith, but at this point it's like, damn, I maybe could should give up high smith. I mean he's just so, a cheat he's a cheat code because you can use him in the D tackle spot and he's a linebacker. So Joe, I'll ask you, man. So like so like where do you value draft picks and trades? Um <clears throat> I mean, my teams, I'm, like, competing for the championship stuff. I'm not really – and my team, how it's constructed, I have a lot of younger players. They seem with, like, a couple veterans here and there. So, I don't really value them that much because I don't – like, I'm kind of built for, like, you know, a couple years here. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's more about just accumulating those players and then using the players to, you know, get a two-for-one, you know, try to trade, like, two guys, grab me one guy. You know, always trying to upgrade to get a better player. Because, I mean, draft picks, I mean, they're just – maybe that guy's going to end up good. Yeah. So, if you were a team – let's just say, if you were a team you were sitting at – you were sitting at five and six or six and five, and you're kind of stuck in between, you're trying to make a run for the playoffs, but then you don't want to – but you also don't want to kind of shoot yourself in the foot and jeopardize not, you know – put yourself in a position to get some traffic. Like, what, where do you think you would lean towards? Um, I mean, if I, I'd probably, if I'm one of those teams, I mean, I, I'd obviously try to, you know, win whatever. But if I'm one of those teams a little bit lower, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe that or whatever, I would try mm-hmm. to get those picks and I would trade those picks for players. That would be my biggest thing to do. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably get a player and a pick and, you know, you're going to get more out of trading that pick more than, than you can um, – Taking a player, in my opinion. 
Yeah. Unless you're like a top three guy. Unless you end up being you know, one of the top three guys in this draft, and then maybe you get more for your buck, bang for your buck. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, well, definitely. We'll we'll get into the um the rookie draft projected top five. We'll get into that as far as you know when it comes down to draft picks and getting more bang for your buck. But um, let's go ahead and jump into last week's games real quick. Let's just try to do a quick review of that, and then we'll jump into the power rankings. So um, I'll start with you, Matt. Um, who did you play last week, Matt? Who was your what was your Me, game? I got I got a little a little ass whooping by the Utah Trash Pandas. Oh, okay, I think okay, I started sure. talking shit too early. Mm, okay. All right. So well, let's look at that game real quick then and see what happened there. Um, I think I think Rush to Rush is one of those the Trash Pandas run by um Trust Rush. He finally pulled the trigger and he traded, which was I did I couldn't imagine I couldn't believe he did it because as long as he's been playing fantasy football with us, he's always had Russell Wilson, but he traded Russell Wilson. Who did he, he trade him to? Uh, I'm I can't remember who he traded. He traded him to Zay. That was who he traded him to, and then wow. Zay traded him to somebody else. Uh, but, um, but yeah, but he got out that he lost Russell Wilson and won. You know, I don't want to put anything out there. But. Yeah, crazy, crazy. And uh, he traded. Uh, but so he got uh, he got golf, Jared Goff, and he got Amon St. Brown. And since he's had the since he's made that trade, he won last week, and it's a possibility that he'll probably win this week. But I'll ask you, Matt. Just uh, like give a quick review of like what happened in your game with Russ and. I mean, just... you know, it's uh typical Matt Matt esque shit this season where I just you know left all those points on my bench, where they've been all season. He had a solid yeah. like ninety five max points for. Yeah. Yeah. We see that. Yeah, it was easy for me to just. Start uh, Latavius over Melvin Gordon, and even mm-hmm. not even have Drake in my fucking lineup. Mm. Yeah, really, I should have just never traded when made crazy trades for running backs because my my starting running backs like four weeks ago were just Latavius Murray and P, P Ryan, so I would have been mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and Jacobs, of course. Yeah, good to go. P Ryan just hanging out down there. <laughs> That's it. But he is he earned himself a start this week. Yeah. Yeah, you win some and you lose some when it comes down to those trades. That's yeah, I mean we all exactly and we win some, we lose some games because we all can't uh get lucky and play San Diego Mermaids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go ahead and jump into that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Granted, uh, you still you put up a lot of points, so you would have beat everybody actually. Well, I, I wow, that's that. actually worse on your end. How does that make you feel? Do you wish sure. you would have played somebody more worth it? Well, I mean, no, uh, no, because I'm gonna take that however I can get it. All but right, uh, right. <laughs> but but it definitely was a win I needed because I think I had I think I was on like a bit of a skid. I think I had maybe lost like quite a few in a row up yeah, until that point. You have been highest like points against, like most points scored against. So you earned like a game like this. Yeah, I was on a five game losing streak after starting four and one. So I needed that dub. So yeah, I'll get it however I can get it. And um and also too, I mean, it was the week where I got like the best 
the best game of uh, Tony Pollard, uh, I think, for the year, I think, because Tony Pollard had, like, a 30-point game that week, I think, I want to say. Yeah. Nah, he definitely went off. Yeah, yeah, so that was the best game. That was the best game. Second, his second best all year, though. Yeah, and also, too, as far as, like, the best game I got from from Derek Carr as well, because he struggled. Oh, yeah, that was a nice nice game from Derek Carr, too. Yeah, so, yeah, so I needed that dub, so. Vikram, I think Vikram's Vikram's doing he's doing well for himself with the draft pick. So I know he wasn't too he wasn't too uh hung up on losing like that. Yeah, I mean as we see he only had one running back in, so yeah. Yeah. But let's look at let's talk about the game of the week from last week. Joe, you had the you were in the the game of the week against CMR Streeter, and that game was projected. It was projected to be a lot closer than what it ended up being. It was projected to be like 188 to 192 in your favor, and you ended up winning by like 30-something points. So just uh, talk to us about that. Tell us what happened there. I mean, honestly, I can't really take a whole lot of credit. I had a rough week. He had a rough week. I ended the game. You know, there Tony went out in like the first half, so did Mike Williams. And, uh, yeah, he had a defensive back go out. I mean, I did too, but still, like I had a – but Najee Harris and uh, Jeremiah Wilson-Cormo and um, – TJ Edwards carried me all the way. I had it won pretty early on. And your kicker as well. Yeah, Harrison Buckley. But, but I mean, I can, like I said, I can't take too much credit on the win. I'll take the win, but I can't take too much of it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of injuries in like the first quarter of games. Yeah. 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 It was a close. Well, yeah. Yeah. When you look at all those injuries, you can definitely tell that, yeah, that was a game that probably it deserved to be a lot closer than what it ended up being. But, hey, you know, you got to get those wins when you, how you can get them. So shout out to Streeter. Shout out to Streeter for putting up a competitive team regardless. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And honestly, who was a, the closest game of the week last week would have been – uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Sweats, Jimmy Sweats yeah. versus Leo Av, the Bradenton Barbanegras versus the Furies of the Storm. That was a two point game. Uh, you guys want to hit on this one real quick? Uh, starting with you, Joe. Uh, it seems like our boy Leo, the guy who took me out first week of the season, he'd be a lot better if he just had one starting running back. I mean, it's no telling. I haven't looked at his schedule, but how many games he's lost just because he just has no running back whatsoever? Yeah. Speaking of the trade deadline, it might be, you know, he might need to try to flip like Mac Jones into a running back or something of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, he doesn't have any running backs. He has – he's starting – or he I think he dropped Mark, in, Mark Ingram. I think Mark Ingram was on his team, but he had Mark Ingram and Kevin Harris, who has not played at all for New England yeah. this year. Well, luckily he has Michael Carter. So. Oh, well, yeah, now he has Michael Carter, so he does have a running back there. So, but I mean, nonetheless, man, you gotta you gotta have a couple running backs starting for you. But um, good good going, our boy Jimmy Sweat. Even with a couple guys having zero on the board for him pulling out the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like a team like the Barbanegras, like what do you think they need to do moving forward? Do you think that you think that this is a team that Liam could win with, like going forward? Do you think Liam needs to try to make some moves? Do you think he needs to just try to like build towards getting some draft picks? What do you think Liam should be trying to do? I mean, I feel like the move for him is probably, you know, move move Kareem Hunt, try to figure out something there because, you know, have both Cleveland running backs. I'd probably – he'd probably try to sell high on him, get some depth around the team. But, I mean, I'd try to win either way. Like, if I'm him, because he's got a playoff shot and you get in the playoffs, you know, 
Nick Chubb gets hot, you know, AJ Brown gets hot. You got you got some guys that can get hot on the team. Yeah, yeah and it and it really just looks like he might be just making uh the wrong decisions is in his own mind because every person on his bench has uh more points than the people in his lineup. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. You gotta I, I know if it was me, you gotta play Isaiah McKenzie, like regardless. Like you gotta play Isaiah McKenzie every week. Cause uh because just because of the fact that he he plays in a slot in a high powered offense and he also gets kick return yards. How high powered so, is that offense? Gotta, man, it's the the Buffalo Bills, man. You know, them what boys, them boys be putting up, be hanging quite right, man. They barely been boy be putting up points. They had not well, been, it's probably been like a it's probably been like a rough two or three weeks, but I mean, but them boys there been like twenty eight points a game, like the first like seven games of the week of the season, seven eight games. Now they were, but it's been a rough five weeks, four weeks. Yeah, uh-huh. but look at but look at Isaiah McKenzie though. Isaiah McKenzie had nine points, almost ten points week one. I love Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, fourteen points week three, twelve points week four, fourteen points week eight. And then 16 points week 12. Like, I would take those chances on those those two and those five-point weeks for one of those, you know, because you know a 16-point week's coming. So I'd probably be starting Isaiah McKenzie if I had a spot open for my starter, if I could get him. If I could trade for him, I would. But yeah, um, He did also just lose Wondell Robinson, so it's not like – that's probably his best option there is Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, Nico yeah. Collins – be the weak link in that receiving court. That might be where you can maybe like try to move Kareem Hunt, maybe to the boy Leo AV, be like, hey, let me get a wide receiver and Michael Carter for that, you know, lower end wide receiver. Try to replace Yeah, matter of fact, yeah, that would probably be a perfect, that'd probably be a perfect scenario to trade him to Leo Ave and maybe see what you can get from there. Get you some help. But yeah. But yeah, yeah like, I mean, yeah, of course he could he he has a lot of people that could start on my team for sure. I oh, need yeah. I definitely need remember I only have a, a solid one. A solid one and a solid one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So let's see who else we got. What else we got as far as close games or or anything, any or any other notable games from last week? We had uh, Lance Dobbins pulling one over on our Houston X Lance Ashley over there. Pretty big one right there. Pushing uh, both of them to seven and four. In the mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one right there. I mean, like, there's a lot of seven and four, six and five, five and six. They can go in either way with those teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, actually that game, I remember looking at that score, too. Uh, Ashley was down big, but then it was that Sunday night game. I want to say it was the 49ers game. Was that a Sunday night game or was it a Monday night game? That was been Monday. Monday, right. Yeah, well, she had uh, Debo Samuels and uh, Kittle, George Kittle, that she started, and she tried to make a little run. She tried to make it a lot closer than what it ended up being. So um, I don't think anybody was expecting Garoppolo to throw four touchdowns in a game, but he did it, and two of them went to Kittle. Oh, yeah, and one whoever, of them yeah whoever needed that, you're welcome, because that's my fault, because I played against Garoppolo in, in my bad luck league. <laughs> yeah so definitely uh so yeah so she tried to make a close one out of that but um but looking at her looking on her bench though she's got um Jameson Williams who's going to be coming back so she might be getting some little, a little added firepower to her offense for next week 
Um, not this week, but she'll probably be getting some next week. So shout out to her and also shout out to Lance, who's he's got a strong, he's got a strong team sitting at seven and four right now. He's got a really strong team and he's making a play a, a big move to move up in the playoffs. So shout out to him. So and I oh, think yeah. that might be also shout out to that boy uh Pines Village Gorillas. Oh yeah, yeah. He pulled out a dub. He got a dub. He's, uh, he's he said it's time to assert dominance. Okay. Um, yeah, because that's right. yeah, he's cause he overachieved based on the, the sleeper weekly report. They got him as an overachiever on here. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. So shout out to him and he and his team ranked third as far as player off performance, uh, team performance. Yeah, that's a good week for him. Yeah, so that's real good week, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to him too. So yeah, but I think that's it though as far as uh week eleven goes. I guess um yeah, unless you guys want to hit on another team from last week. Nah, man, fuck the rest. Heard that. All right, so let's go ahead and jump Just into kidding, uh, love you guys. <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into our power rankings. Uh Matt, do you have a change in your power rankings this week? Ooh. All right, all right. What if I can remember correctly? My power rankings where we last left off wasn't much of a change. I I moved Zay down a little bit. I remember that. Ooh, all right. So Ashley lost last week, right? So yeah, yeah we're gonna have to take Ashley out and throw my guy Ben Jarvis right into his rightful spot at number four. Mm-hmm. And fuck Zay. He goes to number five. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not a Friday if he ain't fucking with Zay. Who's <laughs> your uh, three? The same. I'm going to keep it Lance Dobbins at three, City at okay. two, Blazing at one. That boy Lance. Because they all won as well, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so you I gotta think... get a trade. You gotta get a trade off before this deadline with me to move to stay in my top five. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think my top five is going to be. I'm going to go the Tiger Sharks at number one. I'm going to go Zay at nine, and he's nine and two. So I'm going to go Zay at number two. I'm going to go City Girl at number three. I'm going to go – I want to go – I want to go Streeter at number four. Uh, The Zombie Kongs, but he lost. And and it's looking like – he may lose this week, possibly. Uh, so I'm gonna drop him out of my five. So I'm gonna drop him from four. I'm gonna put Pines Pines Village at number four, and I'm gonna put Lance Dobbins at number five. Okay, Lance Dobbins sliding in again. Yeah. Okay. I, oh yeah. I guess, um. Yeah, actually, lost. Dropped out. I'm gonna put uh, Zay finally making his appearance at number five in my uh, power rankings. I'm a uh, streeter. He's dropping the number four. 
And uh, City Saint would be number two, but I, I got to see how this team looks after you know, these trades. And but um, I got uh the boy Matt Ben Jarvis at number two. He's moved up after a big win. And obviously, I'm putting keeping me at number one. Big win streak. I ain't fucking around. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah, so yeah, I think I think that's that's like a pretty balanced uh, power power rankings top five for all of us. It's like the first like the first three are kind of like the same on everybody's almost. Yeah, I mean it's a little tough when you get to the other teams because I mean like I said, there's so many teams at seven and four and six and five, and um, I mean Matt. So you're looking at these teams. So right now you got. So for two for three spots, you got Lance Dobbins, you got Ashley, and you got Bragg right now in the playoffs. Do one of those miss the playoffs? I'm sorry, you said my bad. I'll I'll just look at the playoffs right here real quick. Uh Lance Dobbins, Ashley, and Bragg. Uh I don't think well, like I said, I'm you know, I don't want don't like to talk shit, but it's in my blood, but you know, Ashley is probably going to lose her second game in a row because uh, my team is about to put on for the city. And, and can I, uh, we, uh, we like has a, uh, I think he has a gimme one of these next couple games. So he's definitely going to get the eight. Who has a gimme? Uh, Bragg, I'm pretty sure, has a gimme in one of these next couple. Hey, if, if one thing, unless it's, unless it's Chucky, no offense, there ain't no gimmies. <laughs> 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 so, Jock, who do you think makes the playoffs right here? You think, uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to put yourself in there, but if you had to pull yourself out of the mix right there, who do you think has the best shot at getting that last spot in the playoffs? And who do you think comes out? Uh, besides, besides me, I would probably say uh, Jimmy Sweats. I think it'll either, I think me, me or Jimmy Sweats are gonna, gonna sneak in because I think, I think between and I. Th- I don't. I would probably say between Ashley and Bragg, and I'm I'm leaning more towards Ashley. I think Ashley's gonna make the playoffs at seven, but I think Bragg might um might fall out of the top eight, and I think that um yeah, it'll be between me and Jimmy Sweats. One of us will sneak in there, maybe, maybe, maybe. So you're not giving Trap any chance, but you're telling me over here six and five. No, nah, man, because I don't think Trap really knows what he's trying to do with his team. Honestly, I don't really think he knows what he's trying to do. <laughs> oh well, I gotta. Well, I got. I guess, and I gotta throw in. I gotta throw in the Braden to Marauders too, because they're six and five too. So I'll probably yeah. say maybe uh, it'll be out of us three: the the Negras, the Marauders, and I gotta throw myself in there because I'm fighting. But yeah, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think Trap is. I don't think Trap is trying to make the playoffs. I just think he. I think he's trying to, like, soak up players for next year, but I think he's trying to lose, but he's also trying to be competitive. And I think he's just trying to, like, stockpile picks for the next year. But he's just going about it kind of like in a weird way. Well, I'll say what well, could be a big game. You got uh, week 14, last week of the season, Ashley versus Trout. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, that, that could be her only win left. So she better hope Good. she stays around. Yeah, y'all going to have me looking at Ashley's schedule, seeing who she got left to play. Uh, it's Right now, so, Wilkes, Wilkes, you play her this week, right? I play her this week, yeah. Yeah, then it's Streeter and uh, Trap. 
Oh yeah, she got it. Yeah, so her um and I I, I got I got a good week this week because she lost Mixon and I gained um P Ryan. Yeah. Mm. But we'll see, we'll see. You know, I still think I'm gonna win it. I have the chance to win at, usually every week I'm winning at some point, then I talk shit and then I lose. Mm-hmm. That's at least happened like three times. Mm. Well, yeah, well, typical uh, Matt fashion. Yeah, so I guess we'll see. We'll see how that works out, then. But yeah, so uh, I guess leading into talking, leading into uh, leading from our power rankings, we'll uh, jump into the projected top five for the rookie draft for the the top five for the rookie draft. So basically, this is way too early to to you know to know for sure. It's basically just I'm just only thing I'm doing as far as like figuring out who these who these who this top five is. I'm just looking at the standings and just doing like a reverse count on the standings. So uh the top five teams right now is uh coming in at for the fifth pick for uh the rookie draft as of right now is Wikisburg. Um Yee-hee. Yep, yep. And uh at number four, we got young Buck Matt. At number three, we have Blueface, who I believe he changed his name to Timmy Blueface. Um, we also have number at the second overall pick, we got Vikram Seven. And then at number one, we have the only team in the league that is winless, that is currently winless, uh, oh, Lil Chucky in the Ohio State <laughs> Legion of Ducks. Well, you know, um, Who's playing this week? You got last place for a second to last place. Yeah. Oh, so there's a chance he can get a win here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a chance. There's definitely a chance. I think, and I think they're both like looking at the lineups. I think they're both kind of trying to, they're trying to one up one up each other on the tank on the tank mode because Bikram uh, has two players in who are in who are on the IR in his starting lineup at linebacker. Hey, you got the boy uh, Ohio State leading the Ducks. He's like, I'm starting Sam Ellinger over Taylor Heineke this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I definitely think it's some uh, it's some some roster managing managing going on between those two. Yeah, that does look like some real life tanking if I've ever seen it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, trying to secure that that first overall pick. Which um yeah some of those guys they kind of they put out in the league chat you know like the players that they're looking at drafting I think uh the I Ducks wonder, uh, I, think the, I think the Ducks says he's going to draft uh Bryce Young the quarterback from Alabama first pick overall I want to point out that um if Bikram wins this week and Blueface loses this is a solid chance that Bikram drops the third on that draft. Mm. Yeah, so Bikram might you might want to. Might want to try to figure some out then on that end, unless he's comfortable at th- at three. Yeah, solid shot. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah, that's our top five. So, you guys want to add anything to that? No, nah, you know, I'm just. Uh, I think I might be rooting for Vikram to take an L here. I want to see chaos in the top three. Ah, hell yeah! And I probably won't stay in the top five because, you know, I'll catch some wins here late. Mhm. So yeah, so we've uh we kind of hit we, we, 
it's almost like we've been we've been talking a lot about trades anyway. Um, so we already hit on some of the trades tonight, but um, I guess I'll ask you, Matt, buying or selling. What do you think is more important, and what and what are you doing? Are you buying or are you selling? I mean, I I, I the more I look at it, I'm I'm willing to sell certain players. Obviously, I have a few untouchables. That I guess Zay doesn't. He never learned the word no. No means no, Zay. But uh, you know, I think you would need to. In my case, I need to probably try to sell some a couple of people to acquire, you know, a couple more picks, and we could set ourselves up for success, you know, sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Joe? What you thinking about trade deadline? Uh, you buying or selling? What's uh, what's, what's what you thinking about? I'm you know, I'm just sitting here. I'm looking around. I got a I had a couple offers out. I don't anymore. I'm not really looking to do either one. I'm keeping like I guess I'd say I'm just staying. I'm not really doing either. Mm-hmm. Willing yeah, to be selling some of these. I got a couple of guys on the bench that are some uh, pretty good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know me myself. I am, I'm, I'm buying, but I'm buying within reason. Like I'm not, I'm not willing to jeopardize. I'm not willing to, I'm not really willing to, uh, to like blow up like my offense or anything like that to try to like acquire anybody. So I, like I'm kind of comfortable with what I have on offense, and the way I just kind of feel about it is like if I make the playoffs, that'll be great. If I don't make the playoffs, I just have assets to trade. Um, once the see what's the offseason hit. So either way, I think I'm like in a pretty decent spot. So I'm buying, but I'm buying within reason. So makes sense. And I, you know, I actually have two first round picks. So if I was if I was to get something reasonable to get maybe acquire one more, mm-hmm. like I said, we could be, you know, we could be looking looking pretty good for the next season. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh so let's transition to untouchables. Or players that you would trade, or players that you could trade and get, uh, you know, that you, that you would trade to get decent players back for. So, um, now this is this isn't on my team per se, but I did like I was just looking, looking through like some of the league teams, and for instance, like, um, like for if somebody was like, for instance, I'll say City Girl. Like if City Girl was trying to trade, let me pull up her team. Cause I know she has like she had um injuries hit her pretty bad like with her wide receivers, but let's just say for instance like if she was like oh man um Cooper Cup's not coming back this year, Cooper Cup's also approaching thirty, um do I want to hold on to him or or do or should I try to make a move? Like Cooper Cup is like probably one of those players that she could probably get a shitload back for, but I also feel like Cooper Cup's one of those players that he's so good, like what would be a package that that you would consider like you know like adequate enough for a player like that so i asked you joe um cooper cup like would you say cooper cup would be like an untouchable player or do you think that's a player that if she wanted to trade him she could like get a haul for i mean see my my philosophy with trades is you have to get a player that's better than what you're giving up Mm -hmm. so I, if I was her, like, there's not really many people. And I guess the players that I would trade for are on, like, your team. Like, maybe, like, Justin Jefferson, if he was involved in a trade. Or, you know, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Other than that, it's kind of pointless to make the trade. It'd be kind of really short-sighted. I just – it's more it's more important to just hold on to the guy. Unless you mm-hmm. get some stuff. 
Nick, unless you know Nick Chubb became available somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Matt? What you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it could go either way because you know you don't really see signs of slow of him slowing down anytime mm-hmm. soon. Injury at the end of him, but mm-hmm. you could if 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 the haul was right, you know, if if it did include maybe not a Justin Jefferson player, but more of like a I can't even can't even think of you know somebody more like you know still younger but good and then you know as well as some picks you know mm-hmm. she might be a good pick a good uh, trade to do like Waddle what do you think about like Waddle like would Waddle be like included in a package for Cooper Cup well so that I was funny funny you say that I was gonna say somebody like that but mm-hmm. obviously he's untouchable for my team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, if, he, if he was on a different team and you know somebody was like willing to do Waddle and a couple picks for for Cooper Cup, then she could if she, if they were willing to do that, then yeah, she should accept that. I think um, some of the bigger trades that you know would you know some got teams maybe like the Marauders if they want to trade like DeAndre Swift, you want to look at like Bragg. You know he's got um, DK Metcalf, I believe, or Tyler Lockett, one of those. Nonetheless, you know you look. K Metcalf, and you, you can make something like that happen. And, you know, you have the depth on both teams. It's, you know, there's certain teams that they have trades that they can make that they just know. I, you know, I think they're just not doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you got to – it's like it's almost like a science. It's almost like a science to making like a good trade. Because, I mean, you look at a lot of these teams too. I mean, if you have two quarterbacks, which, I mean, I'm one of these teams, you can definitely – and you need, you know, a wide receiver. You need, like, a running back. You need somebody to put in that flex. You can trade that other quarterback and get you a solid starter. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, for instance, so, like, the Marauders, like you just said, so, like, for now, and this is probably, you know, we don't know what we don't know what Deshaun Watson is going to be looking like, but a player like Deshaun Watson who, um, who the Marauders have been holding on to, like, you know, it's approaching the trade deadline. Like, would this have and he and he comes back next week? This would have been the week to trade him, right? I'll let you take it, Matt. So that I mean, I unless he was planning on holding him, I was actually just going to look who's the starting quarterback. Uh, um, Burrow, Joe Burrow. Oh, her, her, right? That's a girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely the move. I mean, to definitely be trading on. You can get a lot, a lot for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like this is the week. This is the week to trade Deshaun Watson. Now you look at a team like Streeter's a quarterback away. I wonder what he'd be willing to give up for a guy like Deshaun Watson. You know, right? That's true. Who's Who's Streeter's quarterback? Uh, Jimmy G. Oh, okay, not the worst. So I mean, you could even get Jimmy G probably back in the trade for Deshaun Watson along with with the player. That's yeah. true, and that's just and that's just if you have to like have uh you know uh you know have a, a backup quarterback because there's a lot of teams that have run this year who have run this year and they've only had one quarterback and have done and have done all right you know just you know luckily they haven't been hit by the injury bug but you know it's definitely a week though I think that um Deshaun Watson. You could shop Deshaun Watson and you could get something back, and that could actually probably swing your team, you know. I mean, I'm sure they'd be more than willing to supply with a solid receiver and a quarterback for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Definitely. You're just going to have to throw in like a fifth round pick in there. 
Yeah, that would make that like the, the whipped cream and cherry on top of the tray. Yeah, right? I mean, it depends. Some people still like that guy, so. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I mean, it's some, uh, it's some, those are, that's like an example of a, that's the perfect example of a player that, you know, you could trade, you could get, you could probably get like a little decent, little, decent little something back for. Um, is it any other players like that you guys think in the league that people are holding on to that they could probably, that they should probably try to trade to get something for? Um, like I said, DK Metcalf would be a guy because, you know, I, I would probably just go ahead and maximize what you can get right there. I don't know what team I just saw him on. But, I mean, with the trade we said earlier with uh, Jimmy Sweat and Leo A.V., they didn't make that happen. They got the cream hunt with the Michael Carter and whatever else y'all need to throw in there to make that work. Mm-hmm. That's true. And if I, if I was the Tyreek Hill owner, I would be looking to make a, a nice, uh, good trade <laughs> with him before the deadline. <laughs> I mean, even, you know, Ashley looks like, you know, she might – I mean, maybe he might be a team to look for the Deshaun Watson. You got Tom. He got Tom Brady. That could be a team for him. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still has at least five years left with him. <laughs> right. Well, I think down them again. Yeah, if not Tom Brady, if not Tom Brady, she's got at least she's got Kyle Trash. <laughs> so. So if not one, she has the other. But um, yeah. All right. So isn't there a backup trans- Blaine Gabbert? Yeah, yeah, he is. But yeah, I don't even think they let him come to the game though. I think I saw like a report on ESPN that he like he's at home. He's like at home on Sundays when they're playing. Like who? He, <laughs> 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 uh, Blaine Gabbert. He, like he's like literally at home, like just waiting, waiting to get the call. Don't worry, Blaine. We won't need you this week. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, Joe, my favorite segment. This is my my favorite segment from last week. It's returning this week. Playoffs, 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 playoffs. Let's talk about some playoffs, Joe. What you got? Yeah, I mean, not much really changed. I think Bragg dropped the eight, the eight seed. I mean, you got um, uh, actually, so you know. Her and CM Freedom first round, City Girl and Ben Jarvis. And Zay's got a tougher matchup with Lance Dobbins. I got a luck on this one, so I, you know, I'm not thinking about nothing. Um, like I said, I think there's going to be a, cu- a couple different changes. I do think it's going to be two teams that don't make the playoffs. I think Bragg, I'm starting to lean that if Ashley loses this week, I'm not, I don't think she's going to make it. And uh, which I don't know when you want to get into these, this week's games. You got a lot of like, you know, your game with Jimmy Splits this week will probably decide one of the playoff spots. And, you know, depending on what happens, someone else might sneak in there, maybe the Marauders, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a lot of room. But, I mean, right now, I think our projections will probably still stay the same. I think, you know, Matt still, his still probably stick the same with Ben Jarvis going all the way. I think you had a, a yeah, boy. same matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it stays stays the same. Um, there's a will, there's a way. Little uh, Lance Dobbins, I mean, you know, might get the dub in that first round. Lance Dobbins might be the dark horse in that situation right there. He was, you know, when he was going against me in the first round too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I told you, Lance Dobbins is he's a he's a team that I'm looking at. I think is going to really be uh, once playoff time hits, whichever whichever bracket he falls in. I think it's gonna be. Um, I think he's probably gonna have the advantage. 
Yeah, I'm hoping he'll keep winning. You know, I'm rooting for him. Hope he keeps getting them dubs. Yeah. It just shows you too, man. When you have a really good quarterback, you have a really good quarterback, man. Like it almost, it like definitely just like kind of like fleshes your team out a lot, man. Because you got a real good quarterback now, you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed like you know twenty five to thirty five points, and that pretty much already puts you in in the in the um, you know, puts you on pace for a dub pretty much. So I know the feeling. <laughs> So yeah, so playoffs, 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 yeah, man. But um, let's talk about next week then. Let's preview next week's games, and then after that, we'll talk about some of the records that are on the line. Um, close out everything. So uh, so Matt, man, let's look at this week's games that we got going on. Now we also we have some games that have already started due to the to, due to the three games that we have for Thanksgiving. Um, you're starting off we with your triple game. play. Yeah, your game against uh the Houston X Wings right now was twenty two to ten, with uh Ashley up, but your projected one eighty six to one eighty five. Uh, this is gonna be a close one. So what you uh what you thinking about it? I mean, you know, I keep saying it every time. I I love I love to talk this shit. So I got a couple little cheat codes on my team, and we're we're gonna we're gonna come out on top over here. I think I may end up being the highest scoring team on the week, mm-hmm. but cool. yeah, because you know Tua Tua is probably going to throw six touchdowns against Houston. Mm. So, uh, so with that alone, as he mentioned before, that quarterback spot, and then we do have that boy Jamal Agnew, who's uh, I'm pretty sure is getting points for uh, tackles. Mm-hmm. But he's my receiver because we know we know Jalen Waddle needs some help. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's probably upset. Look out out there for Ashley. Definitely a tough game right here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? What game you want to uh, preview? I mean, the big game this week for me is um, you, the North the World Turtles, and the. I know Jimmy Sweats over here. I think that's the biggest game this week. I told you that's they didn't uh, give them some together. That's, that's, that's a playoff decider right there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, looking really close right now. You're projected to win pretty big, but I mean, if you win that game, I mean, you know, that puts you ahead of him. That puts you probably around nine, ninth place. You know, one game out of playoff. Mm-hmm. So that's the game right there. And then you got Zay and Lance Dobbins, which is also that's gonna be a big one right there. Which I told you, mm-hmm. I'm rooting for Dobbins. Come on, man. Well, shoot. The game that I'm looking at right now is the uh, the Zombie Kong versus the Trash Pandas. Like, look. I at the was score. just doing that too. Yeah. Like, look mm. at the score. Like, off off of the off of the Thanksgiving Day games. Like, the Trash Pandas almost put up a hundred points off of those three games. They got nine. It's ninety one to thirty nine right now, and um, they're projected to win. They're projected to beat Streeters, um, Zombie Kongs, one eighty two to two hundred. So yeah, like we see he had a lot of the big names though from the you know the Thursday games. He did have a a quarterback, then he had Amon Ra, yeah, Jalen Smith from the Cowboys and uh, Matt Milano. Yeah, yeah, he had all of the star players pretty much. We got um my boy Jeff y'all boy Jeff Wilson ready to go nowhere he knows it. Oh yeah, cause yeah, cause uh cause yeah, most is hurt. Raheem is hurt this week, so He's always hurt, but he's wait. He's not playing though. Yeah, no, he's out. They, they said he's doubtful. 
Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some upsets that could definitely happen this week. I mean, like yeah. those games, and um, I mean, even you know, Leo Ad might catch fire and come up on Ben Jarvis. Unlikely, but all the games you listed, there's a definite chance that the lower ranked team gets a win. Like, you know, you versus uh, Jimmy Sweats, that's twelve versus nine. Ashley and Wooks, that's seven versus sixteen. Zay and Dobbins, and four and thirteen. I mean, there's some definite upsets looking like it's a good possibility. Yeah. How do you know? So no chance of trap this week, huh, Joe? No chance. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, it's always when it's Will's way. I don't, I don't know how that works out for him. I would say it's unlikely. Maybe Bryce Arias becomes, you know, the next incarnation of Wes Welker for a week. You know, we'll see how it goes for him. Yeah. He, uh, he said he wanted to use his red card this week. So, you know, maybe there's yeah. a chance. He had a DB on the, on the bench with like 25 points. Like, it's too late, man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey, well, we did. I didn't even mention, I didn't even mention earlier, but we did have some, uh, some like proposed rule changes and stuff like that that some people want to vote on. Uh, we voted on the red card rule thing, which was it was uh it was like you could substitute you could pull a player off your bench, like a high scoring player off your bench, like as long as the game was had like at least a ten point um spread, I think I think is how it was worded. And you could pull a player off your bench, a high scoring the high scoring player off your bench and supplement your lineup to try to, like, either get the dub or to at least, like, cover the spread. Um, everybody voted no against that, which I was surprised because I actually, I actually thought it was a – I thought it was different. I thought it was something that was cool. But everybody voted no against that, so I was a little bit surprised about that. Um, which it was so funny, too, because people didn't realize, like, yo, that should have – everyone would have used that shit by week three, and they would have all been mad and it would have been over. Yeah, yeah. And just think about a lot of those teams too. A lot of the teams that said no, there was like hell, hell if they had if they would have had a, a red card to use, that would have gave them a win and they'd be instead of be sitting at six and five, they could be seven and five or, or seven and four or something. So Yeah. I can say looking at my schedule, I would definitely be eleven and zero. Oh yeah. Yeah, because what you would have got your you would have got your win back from, from No, nah, I would just say I would, I don't even know. I didn't even look at my schedule. I was just saying I, I would I would win every game regardless. I, oh. I like blue like Yeah. But yeah, but I was surprised everybody voted no against that. I thought that was a I thought that was a good one. I thought that was almost like an automatic it was gonna be an automatic uh yeah. But um yeah, I what was another one that was talked about? Somebody mentioned changing the kicking points to points per yard, which I which I, I like that. They'll probably I'll I would probably um I know we're voting on it, but I would probably like veto power that one and say, yeah, we could do that because that makes sense. Cause well, they so only- I, it's funny in my in my main league this year on Yahoo, they just added it to Yahoo and I just went ahead and changed it. I didn't even say shit to where yeah, yeah like if it's a fifty-six yarder, you get five point six points. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's already what it is, isn't it? It's already like that. No, in our league, it's only you get you get five points for fifty yarders, and you get you don't. It doesn't even give you an option to get six points for sixty yarders. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. You mean like with the return yards? No, for the the kicking, 
the field goal kickers. Oh, I thought you meant return yards. Okay, I was like, whoa, what? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, probably veto. I'll probably just use veto power anyway and just make that points per yard. Um, someone also suggested sack yards, and me and Joe had talked about that like a couple of days prior to that about adding sack yards, which is pretty much it. Just it makes the sacks more impactful. Um, so not only do you get points for that, you get like the three points for a sack, but then you would get like, you know, like uh, 1.2 yards or, or 1.2 points or 0.7 points or whatever for the, um, yeah, on top of the sacks too. So we're voting on that right now. And I think the vote, I think the vote on that, I think it's like seven to five or something like that. So it's looking like that may be a thing. Damn, did I vote? Uh, I think you did. Well, if I, if not, I'm voting now. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I think you voted for that. Yeah. Um. What else? What was the other one, Joe? It was another one that somebody had mentioned. Um. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think that was everything right there. Redraft. The redraft. Uh, the redraft. That's. I don't. But I want to say. I just want to let whoever put that out there. You realize. Whatever team you get afterwards, it's just going to be a worse version of the team you have now. You're not yeah. actually getting any better. You're actually just getting worse. Yeah. Yeah, because you, yeah, you're going to have to drop all those players that you already have. And yeah. The best player available will be whatever the best player you dropped was. Yeah. So. And those, and those expansion teams are going are gonna to soak those, soak those players up. So all your players that you don't like and that you hate so bad are going to end up on somebody else's team and they're going to love them. Like even looking at – even if, you know, you enforce the um, – you know, everybody drops, you know, one running back, one receiver. Like it's not like you're getting some serious stuff that's getting dropped out there. Like I got Steven Sims and Justice Hill and Jalen Warren ready to slide out there. Yeah. You know, it's probably just better off just keeping the team you got. Yeah. Yeah, but, but – like, do what you want to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was. I thought the same thing too. I didn't think it really made sense, but there are teams. Yeah, that like if redraft. you want to, fuck it. Yeah, yeah if I mean, you want to redraft your, you want to redraft your team. Go right ahead, but like I said, it's going to be a worse version of the team that you already have now. And more than likely, the team you have now probably isn't that bad, unless it's like little Chucky's team. Yeah, and he's already he's already said he's dropping like his entire team once as soon as the offseason hits. He's dropping everybody. He's gonna draft a whole new team. So I'm telling you, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So so go figure on that. But yeah, I think that was yeah, I think that was it though, as far as like the, the league the league stuff that I forgot to talk about earlier. It was um they keep you keep one player, you drop every single player. Yeah, yeah, because somebody suggested that you just like you drop every like player five. but one. Well, no, that, that yeah, before I mean, it was like five. And I was like, nah, hey. fuck it, drop everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was everybody. That's what I thought. I mean, it's not like, you know, little Chucky got anybody to keep anyway. I was looking at a team. It don't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, so we got some records on the line, though. This, this, uh, We got some records on the line that looks like they're going to be broken probably. Um, most points scored in the season was a record I set last year. It was uh, 24, 2,482.99. Uh, 
most points scored in the season, and that's probably gonna be probably gonna be crushed by City Girls, probably more than likely. Regular people. Yeah. So. What is she at now? She's uh, at twenty-two thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's definitely no. gonna crush Ashley. Damn, other people might well might be the two or no? Does her? Uh, her and Lance Dobbins are the two highest scoring teams. Uh, the Buffalo Backstabbers, they're at 21-59, and then the Tiger Sharks are right behind them. And how much? So this, uh, the Tiger Sharks have 2094. I think all three of those teams are going to break your points. Yeah, they might. This might, be, this might be like that. This might be like that one year where everybody like where I think it was like Brady Breeze and it was like Brady Breeze and Manning, I think, like all like had like 50 yard touchdown seasons or some shit. It might be similar to that. Yeah. It's a lot of points being scored in the whole Lance Diamond. Yeah, he's definitely hopefully get some dubs, Lance. Yeah. Um. Also, too, uh, the lowest the lowest amount of points allowed on defense was a record that was set by Jimmy Sweats last year. He only his defense only, well, defenses don't well. I guess teams only scored two thousand ninety two points against him for the season, and that record also, I believe, looks like it's gonna be um challenged this year yeah. too. Yeah, I think um like right now, City Girl has one thousand seven hundred and three points allowed, and I think that may be oh well Zay has one thousand six hundred and fifty nine points allowed, so yeah, Zay may at, Zay may break that. I'm also at uh, one thousand six hundred sixty four, so I'm yeah. I'm right there with him, and then you got yeah, so, Peter twenty nine, so he's he's right there with us too. Yeah, so maybe. May have a couple of people to break that record, but yeah, um, Jimmy Sweats currently holds that record, and um, also most wins in the season was set by me. I had ten last year, and Blazing Saddles has already tied it. Yeah, I'm gonna break that and then hold a streak, break it with a streak. Yeah, yeah, and and also probably in I think you already have the longest streak, the longest win streak in league history right now at ten. So. So, yeah. So, and then also, too, another record that Blazing Saddles is looking to set. You're looking to become the first team in league history to win two titles in two different divisions. You won the West Division title last year. Marty looking ahead to winning uh, third and uh, third division. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, yep, you'll be uh, also, too, you'll be in another division next year. So, you'll be looking to go three for three. Trying to see in the making. Hot down. Hot down, hot down. I guess. Yeah, so. So, yeah, man. So, anything else y'all boys want to add to to this week's uh, edition of the Red Yeah, Zone? do you know the most points right. against, Loud? The most points against? Uh, Yeah, actually, I do. I have those written down somewhere. Uh, young buck, too. young buck Nick. Uh, he allowed two thousand three hundred and sixty points last year. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that actually may already have been broken. No, nah, not yet. But not yet. A lot of people have reached over 1,900. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. no, nobody's hit 2,000 yet. You're going to be pushing for it, though. You're right there. Yeah, yeah you, you you, definitely are, Scott. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be down. <laughs> Setting trends. Setting trends, baby. You and Young Buck, Matt, are going to be fighting for that uh, title. You're getting the most points against you. I hope you don't get it, man. I hope you don't get yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, hey, I mean, it's okay being first at something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so definitely. And I think the lowest, the lowest uh, point point score last year was from was this this guy. He's not with us this year, but it was Dexter Loomis last year. He had one thousand nine hundred seventeen points scored last year. For and uh, do we have anybody that's gonna break that this year? I'm sure little Chucky and like Boosie, some of the lower teams will definitely break that. Yeah, yeah, it looks like little Chucky's gonna crush that at 1,131 oh, points. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, so <laughs> shit, man, yeah, so yeah, little Chucky and Vikram look like they're gonna uh, crush that, and Blueface is gonna probably be sprinkled in there too. More than me. Oh yeah. But yeah, man, y'all boys are. Uh, is anything else y'all want to add? Nah, I'm all good over here. Like Yeah. So all right then. Well, guess we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up, man. And um, happy holidays, everybody. Hope everybody had a good a good Thanksgiving and. Hope you was able to do some Black Friday shopping. And we're in here potting on a Black Friday, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, so. Gonna go and try to catch the rest of this uh, Florida, Florida State game, I guess. Is it, we got a score check? What, is, what the game looks 38-24 going into the fourth quarter. Hmm. Who's, uh, who's up, Florida? Florida, yeah. Florida mm-hmm. State. Oh, Florida State's up. Hmm. Florida State is busting. All right. Well, yeah, man. Shoot. That's it for tonight, then. So we'll uh, we'll holler at y'all next week. All right, league. Yup, yup.